Hi everyone, welcome back to Casual Watch Talk. You're joined by Sam and Chris. Sorry we missed last week. I was away on business, so mm. I apologise. But Chris, how how have you been? Same. Uh, I was out. I was actually. I did. I did some business during the middle of the week. So we kind of, kind of two ships passing in the night there. But I've been. Uh, I've been good. It's been uh, weird March into April weather. So lots of uh, was very warm out the other day, and then it was cool out. And you know, I had the uh, uh, everyone's uh, everyone listener, all your all of our listeners, uh, our favorite conundrum where you open the drawer that we have all your straps. And then you just kind of stand there and you're not really sure <laughs> what to, what, what to do. You're like uh, bracelet, uh, silicone, leather. I, I was tempted, but I, <laughs> I chickened out. Yeah, I was actually at a work event and I was amazed how many people from my work listened to the podcast. So a big thanks to all the people that reached out to me, Tom, Jeff, Gino, a few of you, thank you very much for uh, all the kind words about the uh, the podcast. So we're not just shouting into the void, Chris. Apparently, yeah, that's uh, good. That's good. Family <laughs> and friends, welcome to listen, and and coworkers as well. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. What well, what have you? Uh, what did you take with you while you were on your trip, and what have you been wearing this week? I was tempted to. I I went around a couple times with what I was going to bring, uh, but it was a it was a work event, so it. Uh, I was going to be in a dress shirt and f- fancy pants, so I stuck with the my my Bell and Ross GMT. the The bracelet is amazing, and it it just kind of has that it's it's light, and it it just has that professionalism, I guess, just kind of built in. It's not it's not dress. It's not you know. Uh, it, it, we're, I was in the same time zone for travel, so it didn't really. <laughs> The GMT didn't really help me this time, but, <laughs> uh, but I was, yeah, I was tempted to, uh, to dress up the Zin on leather. And then I looked at the forecast for Las Vegas. Oh, really? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, no, uh, yeah, no, no leather watch straps for, for 92 degree. <laughs> wow. So that's what I ended up taking and uh, switched it up today. Blue watch Monday today, uh, wearing the uh, Christopher Ward C65 chronograph, um, which I haven't, uh, haven't had on. It was uh rainy drizzly this morning and 50. So I was like, all right, let's do a little blue watch Monday with the, uh, with the bracelet on. How about you? Today I'm wearing my speed timer, this Seiko speed timer. I've not taken it off. And I've got it on a Ukrainian flag NATO oh, cool. strap, which I got from Strap Mill Canada. I tried to get one of the charity ones. I missed out on the Bark and Jack one. There was a few mm-hmm. others, but I managed to get one of these Strap Mill Canada watch straps. And I bought two. And I'm glad I bought two because a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about McCola from Man Cave Leather, who had mm-hmm. to leave all of his leather workshop in Kiev when, when they had to flee. He is now in Canada. So the Canadians we were talking about. Oh, okay. So it's worked. It worked. Yeah. So he's got a work permit visa there. So he's moved to Canada. So I'm going to send him one of these straps because I think it's quite poetic. They come from a Canadian company with the Ukrainian flag on. I can't even relate to having to basically flee your country for starters 
and then not i mean he didn't you know he he went off to he was in poland at first right yep and then uh, yeah i i i'm i'm i mean uh good that he's safe good news i mean also good that uh you know with these uh e-commerce sites we can sort of operate from anywhere which we kind of take advantage of which is which is great um but uh yeah i could i that's that was a, a a struggle for a ton of people which is just really sad yeah it's, it is it's heartbreaking yeah his entire life changed within those five weeks yeah he's not going to be able to obviously he's not going to be able to restart man cave leather straight away but when he does, I've got a few straps, a couple of wallets that he sent me over to see a, a watch pouch. Plus, I've got some other things that have been either set, kindly sent in to me for review. Uh, TJ sent me a Forstner bracelet. Mm-hmm. I, I'm collecting all of these things. And when the time's right, we'll do something either on the podcast or on the show where, where I'll auction or I'll raffle off some of these items mm-hmm. so that we can help with uh, getting him getting McCola some of the tools and necessary bits and pieces he needs to restart it because i think that'd re- be a really cool thing for yeah, the little yeah. community that we built here to yeah. uh, help, yeah, to do help a little a yeah, do a little part do our little part exactly and just yeah and especially you know for for small businesses you know that just lose if you lose all that ability to to you know have a business um then that's you know it's not like you can you know, and those some of the like uh, specialty leather working. You know, the the special sewing machines and all the you know all the, the hardware necessary for yeah. that. It's not cheap, and you need it in order to do your career and your and your uh, and your livelihood. So, absolutely. Well, uh, what I wore on my travels, actually, to go back to to go back to that subject. Mm was my Christopher Ward and I wore it because a lot of people at work know that I'm into watches and mm-hmm. I think the Christopher Ward probably tells the story of yeah. my watch collecting journey quite well. <laughs> okay. Yep. yep. Because not only is it a British brand that's made in Switzerland, but I still believe mm-hmm. and we we go on about this uh I make that joke that when people comment, Oh, are you, are you being paid by Christopher Ward? And we're like, we wish we're open <laughs> right. uh, but right. i still think they're the best value swiss brand and i work with a, a bunch of salespeople or a bunch of people that are interested in watches and they're interested in knowing what represents good value so uh, yeah. Yeah, this christopher ward's always a, a great story to tell but in other news mm. i did go into the rolex ad oh all right the same one that justin our friend justin used to work out although he's at the tudor ad now still waiting on him uh getting a black bay pro in so i can take a a look Mm. at that take a few shots for the discord and the facebook group i put my name down for well i put my name down for a rolex date just but i gave them the three options the two green dials so the two green green dial okay uh, one that's the the sunburst the the sunburst the regular or the are you doing that funny money one it's the funny the motif one they the call motif it the motif one, one. and then the blue <laughs> so we version of time. the motif yeah okay so the blue version. okay your um uh i i missed it by a hot second but that watch was on a full video wall ad on the strip and I tried to cr- I tried to catch it quick. I was like, "Oh, it's at Sam's watch," and just right like right on the Vegas Strip. And I was like, "Oh, it's Sam's watch." Just missed it, but uh, but yeah, they uh, they're they're advertising heavy for that. 
Well, what was funny was that I don't think that watch anyone's seen it. I'd be corrected if I'm wrong, but I don't think anyone's seen it in person because I asked both Adrian at Bark and Jack and Mm -hmm. Ricky from Scottish Watches who were both at Watches and Wonders if they'd seen the watch at Rolex and they said no, they hadn't seen it. Oh, So it was either not there or it was hidden somewhere or you had to ask. Yeah, you had to ask to see it. So, and I can't find any pictures online. There is a similar green dial that they did in a smaller uh, mm-hmm. 36 mil, I think, maybe last year or the year before, but I haven't seen anyone, especially the motif dial. Yeah. So I'm really interested. Start your clocks now because okay. I'm on the All list. Right. All right. All right. So, yes. <laughs> the uh, velvet ropes will part in two to 2100 days. <laughs> well, we'll see, we'll certainly see. I'm going to I'm going to go to the UK sometime in May, so it would be great to have it for them, but I'm not going to hold out my uh, much mm-hmm, hope for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I uh I was uh so speaking of stopping in at the AD, I uh stopped in at the uh Swatch AD. Oh, very yeah. prestigious okay. uh, uh chosen as one of the uh one of the select stores to get the Moon Swatch and uh no <laughs> so no they were they were like no they don't have any <laughs> you can see them in this case but that's about it so same sort of pictures that everybody has seen that like of the of the you know from two feet away in the case nothing exciting there couldn't really didn't have any uh to experience i also was in uh there's another swatch store uh like in the fashion mall that's that's just down the street of the strip and i have we happen to be grabbing some stuff in there and i and i asked them i was like you know what you know like are you guys seeing you know any uptick or anything like that and apparently the manager was there and he's like they didn't even tell us they had no warning it's it naughty gonna... that isn't it i, I know right? on the last show yeah just like they just didn't they had no warning that it was coming and uh and then then he said uh, someone brought one in so imagine if you're this person why would you do this torment them someone brought one in to show this store and was like showing it off in the store oh how cruel <laughs> so, no, like, that is you, look this is your company's and you can't even get this <laughs> yeah that is naughty isn't it <laughs> Well, our first, well, we, we've got a couple of stories, a couple of interesting things, and I also want to talk about a trend with uh, YouTubers, which we'll perhaps talk towards the end. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call out TGV in a playful way before all the <laughs> TGV fans uh, leave a nasty comment, but I'm gonna call him out in a playful way. But one of the things that we glazed over last week, which I was on a live stream on Tim Wright's live stream uh, uh, last week, I think. And he bought these up and asked my opinion on them. And I realized that I hadn't, we kind of dismissed them on the last show. And this is the the different colored dial Zinn watches, the 556 right. limited editions. We'd mentioned yeah. in passing, but... I did. I had a, like a throwaway comment last week. Yeah. I'd never asked you your opinion on it. I've, I'll share my opinion after yours. I never right. asked you your opinion. I think that right now, this is sort of the trend of the, the trend of the time. Two, three years ago, it was integrated bracelets. Two years before that, it was, you know, everybody with display back or something, you know, some other, some other sort of trend thing. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's just the trend of the day to have different colors. I think they did it. I think they did it in their own way. Um, so no bracelets, pretty simple case, three-hander. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't even see the price, so I'm not gonna. I think somebody was saying that they did 
sell out of them okay. all. But I I didn't see the price anyway. Uh, they did I like mean, a, oh, they did. Lim- oh, they were limited. So they were they do four hundred each. Okay. Okay. Let's just see on eBay. This is one yeah, thing yeah, I didn't check out. But yeah. it's in five five six on eBay. Oh, there isn't one yet. No, 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 no one's flipping them yet. Here we, yeah. So no, that's the older. That's an older model. That five, is five, an older six. model. Somebody's yeah. trying to jump on the hype, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. The hype, the hype Two thousand dollars. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I'm not crazy about these because well first of all i don't love the colors maybe the green they're, they're a little the color it's what's interesting i'm glad you mentioned that they, they're they're kind of flat yeah they're like their colors are kind of flat they're like a not like a a little too close to like a pastel flat sort of you know gray contrast color and so uh you know, if you're if you're gonna paint uh, if you're gonna paint a house or a mailbox, this these are these are fine colors, but they're not like they're not vivid, they're not vibrant, and you know. So, <laughs> and I don't know why they haven't got the date on them. They they're tool watches. Zinn makes yeah. tool watches. Why oh, would no. they not put the date on this watch? <laughs> I don't know. If you've not seen them, they're a simple field watch esque three hander with yeah. no date, and they come in a blue a tiffany type blue i suppose you'd say a mm. without yeah a non-copyrighted <laughs> non-copyrighted a sort of a copper red would you say that was yeah yeah like an orangey red and a mustard mustard yellow mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. probably the nicest which is a, a a green similar to a british racing green yeah yeah or like a yeah like a for almost a forest green yes and it's like just yeah green. and they just did you know three hands sword hands simple simple seconds it's almost uh it's kind of min- it's kind of minimal you know kind of kind of a bauhaus kind of minimal with the with the markers very similar to the layout of a uh, of the 104 without the arabic numerals and they it has automatique on the dial which uh, always reminds me of craftwork the band whenever they put anything <laughs> like that on yes, yes. yeah 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 they come out and just you know press the watch beep 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 <laughs> Then the next thing I wanted to talk about, and this is just more of a public service announcement, I guess, but eBay are now doing their authentication service for watches that are under two thousand mm-hmm. dollars, but you have to pay. So you have to pay yeah. eighty dollars for an expert verification. Yep. To get your uh moon swatch verified. Oh wait. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do don't do that. Please. Please do not do not purchase. Do not pay over retail for this. So th- so we were kind of curious if they would make it a, a seller deal and roll it into the seller fees like they mm-hmm. had rolled into everything else. So giving it up to the giving the option to the buyer, it's a you know, it 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 seems like a good third party service. Um if you're if you're not eligible. So now this is the one thousand to two thousand, but then they're still including it for two thousand. Is this right? Do I have the story right? Yeah, that okay. that's what the article seems to uh, oh yeah so to. every yeah every wash over 2000s already going to one so okay that's that's good and i and i you know i think i think that uh you know there's some this is like uh this is getting into the uh like the extended warranty territory where for some watches this is i would do this and then others i'd I'd be like listen it's a you know it's a zin 104 it they it's gonna be fine 
<laughs> you know, but like if it was like a weird uh, 90s something that, you know, they only it was like a limited edition, but it just happened to be like, you know, in the $1,700 range that you got a great price on it. So and and speaking of uh, 90s watches, you were saying that they they've re-released the Top Gun watch. Yeah, it was uh, saw it on uh, pop up on Instagram and I saved it. And uh, so Porsche Design has reissued that the original Porsche Design or chronograph, or not the original, but uh, one from that, from the Top Gun era, uh, the black PVD, very similar to the... um, The Zin that you had. Yeah, the Zin that I had. And then uh, who's the who's the company? Oh, you mean Dan? Is it Dan? Dan Henry. Henry. Dan, Dan Henry. Henry. Yeah. So yeah, he does a so, very similar one. Yeah, like th- that. Like that. That Dan Henry is that black PVD. Dan Henry is is basically <laughs> based completely on this watch. So I was uh, I was like excited to search it out, see if if what uh, they they were gonna uh, you know have them. The movement inside is absolutely exquisite looking. If you haven't uh, seen it, definitely definitely do uh, the internet search to find pictures of it. But unfortunately, 500 piece limited edition, and that's kind of it. And I'm I am disappointed. I wonder if they're. Um, do you think this is to coincide? If anybody's not is not familiar about this watch, it's not top gun similar to how iwc do the top gun to celebrate the oh right yeah that's a good yeah that's a yeah that's correct it's the movie top gun correct tom cruise wore this watch it's a black watch integrated base bracelet Mm -hmm. quite iconic and was it you chris that was telling me that is it that porsche designs are not linked with porsche the car company uh no they no they they are separate they are separate companies but they're they're definitely linked Oh, right. They're definitely linked as far as as far as that. Uh, it may also be that they at one point didn't make the watches, so they've had IWC and and various other watch companies make their watches. So, uh, you know, sort of a collaborative partnership, design partnership uh, in 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 many ways. Well, let's talk about this. Will be a bit of a main subject, but. One of the things I've been noticing recently is a couple of the bigger YouTubers are making comments on other YouTubers, other watch YouTubers. And to Mm -hmm. be honest, I've done a video with Ben from Ben's Watch Club where we talked about just watch out for the YouTubers that perhaps take money for reviews but don't mention it or YouTubers that are churning through watches that don't really have a chance to, that don't really have a chance to experience the watch for any length of time. And I'll Mm -hmm. I'll leave a link to that video if you're interested in it. But I noticed two of the big ones, and I'm talking about Time Teller here and also TGV, who is arguably the biggest. I'll start with the Time Teller. He's been doing some, he's done a series of three videos. He did one where... He just titled it Don't Trust Watch Reviewers, but he didn't really talk about it in that video. It was actually shoehorned hmm. in a review. Okay. And then he did another one, a part two of Don't Trust Watch Reviewers. And then he did a part three where he got Jody at Just One More Watch. He got Just The Watch and he got Swiss Watch Gang to all do a little segment on it about hmm. why. And even though he calls it Don't Trust Watch Reviewers, his 
he's got a bit more of a friendlier premise to it and it essentially revolves around hey everybody has an opinion on thing they bring their own experiences in life and their own mm-hmm. biases to each watch and mm-hmm. really you should should not trust everything they said i don't necessarily agree with it not that you should definitely watch a whole a series of reviews and design yourself but this idea that bringing your own biases and life experiences to it i think is the reason that people like certain watch reviewers over others mm. is the angle that you take on it yeah. yourself and yeah some people might like the angle that I, for example I don't like Shinola watches and I know that half of the people that watch my Shinola video agree with me and Mm -hmm. a good portion don't agree with me. Right. So uh, that is a totally biased opinion. Yeah. And I think that's what makes YouTube interesting because otherwise everything would just be Tim Musso's content where he's just talking about the watch and its intricacies i don't know what you think about that yeah uh, yeah the right you have the spectrum so you have you know very opinionated um you know this everything is everything is crap and then you have the opposite where you have the everything is amazing and it's all amazing and you should buy everything because it's amazing and i have always felt and we've discussed this certainly here but you know, with our with our listeners, I have always felt that in any in any group, in any particular um, thing that you buy, whether it's chef knives or lawnmowers, there's going to be some expert, and there's going to be someone who's like really passionate about like how long the battery or the gasoline and the lawnmower lasts and knows the cut depth and knows all the... And what I want from that person is I want the basic value answer. So it's like, what is the best, you know, I'm looking at these types of things. Like, what is the best this to get? What is the best value this to get? And whether it be knives or or lawnmowers or watches, I think that we're kind of that voice or I'd like to think that I was that voice to be like, you do not have to go into the depths of the internet. Uh, if you want, you know, if you like this field watch, then you should go get yourself a Hamilton khaki. And if you like this, uh, if you're, uh, you know, a Swiss made chronograph, well, let's, you know, go here and, and look at this and, and let me, you know, let us be your guide, uh, is sort of the take I have. So, um, you know, I, I, you're right. I mean, I, I try, uh, try as you might to, to not upset anyone. Yeah. I just, you know, there are things that I'm just not a fan of. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think it's, I, I thought it was slightly funny that the time teller, hi, jury, by the way, I do like your content. If you are listening, if you happen to be listening, <laughs> I think it's funny that he said, don't trust watch reviewers because some of his videos are an absolute masterclass in clickbait titles oh yeah and everybody who doesn't do youtube has well there's a couple of things that when you do youtube you have more of a a timid response to and one of them is clickbait Mm -hmm. because when you don't do youtube it's like oh these are these are real clickbait titles but when you start doing youtube youtube totally encourages you to do clickbaity titles because otherwise nobody nobody kind of clicks on the videos and so here's a here's a kind of a a masterclass in clickbait titles but one of the ones that i think actually is slightly more 
concerned me slightly more, and I'm, I'm interested mm-hmm. in what people think about this on the Facebook group and the Discord, mm-hmm. is TGV seems to have taken a new slant on this. So TGV is well known for, I think he's still probably the biggest watch YouTuber unless Watchfinder has taken over. And I'll make a comment about Watchfinder in a bit. Mm-hmm. But he's certainly the OG. A lot yeah. of us, including myself, definitely started off watching TGV's content. And he was yep. one of the reasons that I thought, hey, I'll give I'll give it a go. Yep. One of the reasons that he does so well on YouTube is he very much he, he takes a level view on certain subjects. So he, he has opinions on watches, but it's well known that he likes a whole range of watches. He mm-hmm. does say if he doesn't like things and he points, he does point things out, but he's, he's always not got involved in, I would say, the watch drama side of it. Mm, yeah. He's been yeah, the subject of it. He's, he's been, been the, the subject, subject of it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. Archie, you know, he was, he, he, he was Archie, Archie's first ever muse, if that's the right word. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, his inspiration for making a lot of uh, comments about it and you know Archie Archie talks about stuff that that happened outside of YouTube but Mm -hmm. TGV's always taken a very you know he's he's taken a very level view on on watches he doesn't have strong opinions he has his collection covers cheap watches all the way through too yeah but in his recent video and he's done this on a couple of recent ones he's taken a direct shot at mm-hmm. other watch YouTubers. And Chris, you saw this most recent Breitling one, which for some reason, the first 10 seconds of it were nothing to do with a Breitling watch. Right. Yeah, he kind of uh, kind of called, uh, called uh, a whole bunch of people out. I mean, and, and sort of uh, invalidated a lot of, uh, a lot of the content. Yeah, he and kind I, of summed yeah. everyone up, didn't he? Summed all yeah. all new. I guess he's talking about newer watch YouTubers. He yeah. might be talking about everyone. Definitely was taking a swipe at the live streamers, and he was calling it. Uh, he mentioned he says something like vapid chit chat about watches, <laughs> which I presume he meant live. And then he and then he has somehow how has a bee in his bonnet about people giving an opinion on a watch that. They have a watch or a brand that certainly a watch that they've never seen, right? And also or experienced, yeah, or experienced. And also, he took a swipe at anyone that's making Rolex predictions or mm. Mm. kind of chasing that, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people do make that content. I mean, we don't. Mm-hmm. We'll comment on Rolex afterwards, but we don't make predictions. But mm-hmm. it was uncharacteristic for, I think. Obviously, TGV is a character that he is playing, but mm-hmm. it's uncharacteristic for him to play this almost ungentlemanly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because you know, my take would be that you know, it, you know, hey, if, if you're, if this is, uh, and 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 we've had this where we've discussed sort of the drama, the you know, the YouTube drama that ha- has happened in the past, and you know, and then like, you know, we'll mention it, but it doesn't, it doesn't, we won't take up two hours of our life <laughs> on a live stream but other people might love i mean there are other people that are just interested in that and they just they want to know all the ins and outs they want to know all the players they want to know who said what and and the backstory on you know and and that's the and that's what they're interested in whether it be 
about watches or about anything else. It's just it's just people. It's just people. Yes, and so I'm wondering, I actually reached out to TGV to see if he would come on the podcast. He might not mm. want to after I've said this now, but he's mm-hmm. all, always, always welcome. Mm-hmm. But yes. I just thought it was a different a different take on it, and I'm not quite sure what point he's trying to make. Yeah, maybe it wasn't developed, because I, w- I was thinking about... So there's, there's two trends that I see uh, in sort of YouTube land that, that carry over to watch reviewers and watch uh websites or youtube sites and uh one of them is the is is chasing the the newest thing i see this all the time you know so like uh the you know the gt4 rs is announced and next thing you know uh your entire feed is sports car gt4 rs and like we have it we review it and 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 it's because it's been like embargoed. So now every single YouTuber that does car reviews is going to release their review on it. And it just, it like, it kind of takes the whole ship down because like, you know, how many, re- how many reviews like, you know, uh, like, you know, Breitling comes out with a new watch and you're like, okay. And then, you know, your feed is just absolutely muddied with, you know, 14, I mean, you know, and it's like, how many of these, you're how many takes are you going to have on this, this new watch and whether it be like the latest Rolex release or, you know, Breitling or, or whatever. And so I find that trend uh, is not, it is tiresome. Just to counter that though, would you say it's a common subject, Moonswatch, for example? Right. You obviously see a lot of people that have made content on it. We've we've yeah. even discussed it on this show. Yeah. But would you miss miss it if your favorite YouTuber didn't talk about it? I'll give an example. Hmm. If I was waiting for Adrian at Bark and Jack to do a video on the Tudor Black Bay Pro. I, mm-hmm. I love his content. I know mm-hmm. that the filming is going to be excellent and i know he's going to give an opinion that i'll likely agree with because i, mm-hmm. I agree with him on on, on other watches that he's reviewed mm-hmm. but he's not the only one obviously there's right, been right. hundreds yeah, of yeah, people yeah. so what do you feel about maybe it's your favorite car reviewer yeah interesting i mean interesting interesting position i i see your point because uh i just then i mean so you made me think uh there are new watches that will come out that won't be covered. And then you'll be digging for that one review and you'll be like, you know, oh, did anybody, did anybody talk about this? Did anybody like, does anybody have any like opinions on it at all? You know, this kind of thing. And you're kind of, you're kind of looking to see. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe that's just an inside baseball YouTube thing as, as far as that. So I, I yeah, that's a good point. That's a good yeah, point. And you do have to kind of follow trends as well because YouTube doesn't reward you for doing good by the watch community, I think. So, for example, right. I've done a couple of videos. When I first started out, and I think a few people might start out this way. I suppose other YouTubers can can reach out to me to agree or disagree. But I think at the start, because you, you're so passionate about watches, you certainly go through a stage in your watch review career where you're like, look, I really want to showcase this watch. Mine happened to be these Timex mm-hmm. watches that went to went to space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I filmed them 
and I knew that they would be interesting to other people that collect mm-hmm. watches. But then you also just hit the realization that it likely will get no views because oh yeah, you can't. You're not doing it's it's right it's not the new release and it's not the thing that everybody's looking for interesting yeah yeah, yeah. exactly and you know yeah. you know and i had this I had this discussion actually with a micro brand that reached out to me so i i used to love reviewing micro brands because mm. i like to champion that sector of the watch yeah. market yeah. i'm passionate about it there's a lot of value for money on those micro brands problem is is that you don't I can't get the views on a microbrand. And I feel bad because these people are sending yeah. me watches. I'll never ask for a watch for free. I've never asked for a watch for free. But if they send mm-hmm. you one as saying, look, keep it, see what you think of it, and, and go from there. I, and I'll always mention that in the video. I feel bad that I can't get the views on these microbrands. And I think it's because, yeah. you know, people are more... I, well, I don't just, I haven't quite just, I mean, just it, like. You know? Yeah, I mean, just I mean, just from a like you know a, a algorithm standpoint, you're you're introducing a watch from a unknown microbrand or maybe small, maybe you know, maybe unknown, maybe small microbrand, and then so right there, it's like in your title, <laughs> that's not helping you. Yeah. <laughs> so like the name of the company is not helping you here because it's not Rolex, Omega, you know, some watch drama, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you'd, you'd like, you know, you'd go through and, and, uh, I know on some of them, you even had like early, early versions. Yes. Where you'd kind of go back and say, like, guys, you got to get these, like, these hands got to be, you know, <laughs> a different color or something. And, and they were like, oh, yeah, the production version is not going to have those at all. And so, yeah, you're, you're, uh, in service of the watch community, but at the same, but, but yeah, not helping out on YouTube. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a thread that I think that we should just all be aware of. And, and when we, you know, when we hear comments like this. Well, exactly. And you're totally right. A lot of the things like these micro brands is you, this is why YouTube encourages you to clickbait the title because, right. And you see it, you know, you're having to put stuff like best value diver under $300. Mm-hmm. Is this watch better than the Hamilton yep. Khaki? You're having yep. to make a, a yeah. leap for people. Yeah. 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 Because, top, top five, you know? Yeah. And I don't yeah. know what the answer is because I, I yeah. do it as well. Like I would, I need to, I think you need like humans have to see like patterns and how, how right. things kind of connect together. Don't they? Right. So I wouldn't yeah. necessarily, if, if a watch did say, Oh, this is better than a Hamilton khaki. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, this yeah, like oh, what? What? Exactly. <laughs> right, right. So you're almost it's, encouraged. Yeah, I mean, it, this is. Uh, I mean, this is a good. It's a great discussion because we're. You know, this is the. If you're involved in the community, this is kind of what you. You kind of have to put the filter on. And the, yeah. the second thing that I see as part of a YouTube thing, I'm kind of curious as to your take on it, is when you know. Well, here I'll tell the tell a little side story. So so. I was looking to put epoxy floor down on my garage, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, nice, clean garage. You see them on YouTube, like, you know, fancy garage, da 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 And I was like, all right, which, what should I get? Like, what, now I need to go into the, uh, you know, garage customization YouTube YouTubers, yeah. and I need to ask them what their best thing is, right? And I found that 
the company that sold this kit to do an epoxy, like do it yourself, epoxy floor, the company that sold this kit, it, after watching like four or five of these videos, it dawned on me that this company is just giving this kit away to like 25 YouTubers for free. Yeah. And so then you're seeing the same setup, like how to, you know, how to do an amazing epoxy floor, do it yourself epoxy floor. You don't have to spend money. You can get this kit epoxy floor, you know, like this. And, and I, and then like, I'm looking at them and I'm like, I realize that now you have, you have the whole, you know, now it's just, it's just sponsor city. And then it's, they got this $300 epoxy kit for free. So they don't, they don't, they're not really, they don't really want to say anything bad about it. And then I got into it and and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like if this is the case, then what's the real story here? And I kind of put it down and I went back to it. And several weeks later, I stumbled upon a video that somebody made that was basically like, they kind of gave you the truth, kind of cut through it. And of course it wasn't, it wasn't a video that was, I mean, it came up in my feed or maybe I searched for it, but it was, it was like, listen, if you have a floor that is 30 years old, right, it is going to take you thousands of dollars in order to get the surface of that thing perfect in order to accept epoxy. And even then, you put this epoxy down and you don't time it right and you don't mix it right and you don't perfectly apply it, you're going to come in with your car, your car's going to have wet tires, and your 200 treadwear tires are going to rip this floor right apart. And that's what I wanted to hear in the beginning, but the whole channel was clouded with this like, oh, this is how you do it, it's easy, just buy this kit, it's $200, and as so... The same, I feel, I mean, what do you think? Is, is the same thing happening in watch reviews? I think to a certain extent, yes. I think that is the case that you were encouraged. I've seen it less and less now. Um, there was a there was a time when, you know, certain certain brands, you they were sending a lot of watches out. And I don't see that now. Maybe it's because I, I've kind of turned down a lot of them. I, one thing that made, so... We are watch YouTube influencers or creators or whatever you whatever you mm-hmm. think. And in our little world, we look to these larger larger creators like TGV and mm. Watchfinder. But I'm often humbled by the fact that TGV is close to five hundred thousand subscribers, which we've often joked on the channel that if that was a beauty blogger, that would be a failed channel, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's right. That's and right. I was exactly. reminded by this the other day where watch finder who typically don't make off the cuff remarks, really everything is so highly polished and mm. they're filming and the camera work is just incredible. They made a comment in a video saying that please like and subscribe because it, it keeps us being able to make content like this Mm. and it it dawned on me that they are watchfinder is owned by richemont group one of the big three watch Mm -hmm. manufacturers they're not shy of a shy of a penny Mm -hmm. that somebody at the corporate level of richemont (laughs) likely has looked at their channel which i'm guessing is maybe it's more than let's have a look let's do something a bit like let's maybe it's more than tg certainly I mean, they they certainly spend some money on oh, cameras. Much and... bigger, yeah. It's uh, so 
so they're at 767,000 subscribers. So they're all, Oof. they've surpassed TGV quite wow. considerably. Yeah. 6.3 million on a video there. Four po- so they're, wow. they're, they're obviously the, the largest. But it struck me that somebody at, at Richemont obviously said to them, even your size is, even a channel your size is not, you know, could could be on the chopping block anytime that's, soon. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, no, I like, yeah, this kind of throwaway comment and you're like, maybe that's not, you know, like, uh, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe someone in corporate is like, yeah, we had 6 million views, but, you know, it's not paying for the, you know, because the production, I mean, like these, like these have to take, I mean, this is, this is tens of thousands of dollars of like production and editing and i would not be shocked well they said uh, they said on one of the channels that they use the black magic cameras and the black magic cameras are the lenses themselves are many many thousands of dollars it's what they use those handheld ones that they use for making movies and stuff like that that's why they it looks so good yeah and maybe maybe this is maybe this is where maybe this is where tgv's comments are coming from maybe he's seeing this mm. over oversaturation you know he was a big fish in a small pond and now mm-hmm. there's other bigger fish and maybe there's mm-hmm. this oversaturation that's splitting the audience down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but i from you know from the last uh you know i've seen i've seen many i've seen many come and go and and come back and so Maybe he, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, we would love to have his take on it because maybe there was more, more, uh, more that he wanted to Yeah, I'm explain interested there. to know. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll reach out to him again and ask him whether, whether he would like to come on. He's been on SoCal Watch Reviews before. Cool. And I think um, that the live streaming is also an important thing. I, I've certainly been enjoying that on the T and Tickers live stream and things like that. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll give it another go on our channel. Okay, well, that was a excellent episode there. Let us know your opinions. Either join us on the Discord group or head on over to the Facebook group. And we'll see you next time on Casual Watch Talk. Thanks, guys. Bye.